0: Food Heals Podcast, Episode 19.
1: When they said when you were a kid, you are what you eat, you are what you eat, you are what you eat. If you want to put cheeseburgers in your body every day, you're going to look like a cheeseburger. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Allison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately.
0: Welcome to the Food Heals Podcast. I'm Allison Melody, and today we have a special hashtag TBT throwback thursday episode for you with an interview from one of the characters from our film food heels khalil Rafati is the owner of malibu beach yoga as well as sun life organics which is a series of popular juice and smoothie bars after many years of drug addiction and severe depression khalil discovered juicing yoga and meditation He began to experience miraculous changes in his physical and emotional well-being. It became his personal mission to love, heal, and inspire. Khalil remains a mentor to recovering addicts, and he previously owned and operated Riviera Recovery, a transitional living center. And of course, Khalil is one of the stars of the film Food Heals, so you can check out that trailer at foodheals.tv. Today's show is sponsored by Schmidt's Deodorant. Schmidt's sources only the highest quality ingredients for their award-winning formula that is vegan, cruelty-free, and free of toxic chemicals. I love their smells and flavors, and I was so glad to find a natural product that actually works. Later in the show, we'll tell you how to get 20% off at Schmidt'sDeodorant.com. Next up, my interview with Khalil, and remember, this was shot for the film, so it's a little bit different than the typical interview style you're used to on the Food Heals podcast. It's a throwback, but I know you're going to love it. He's so inspiring. Enjoy.
1: The Food Heals podcast starts now.
0: Okay, first, can you just tell us who you are and what you do?
1: My name's Khalil Rafati, and I own Sun Life Organics here in Malibu, California, and I also own Riviera Recovery here in Malibu, California.
0: So, what got you into the field of recovery?
1: I got into working in recovery because I went through a, a treatment center, and when I came out um, with no high school diploma or voc- voc- vocational training, um, there weren't a whole lot of job options for a you know 34-year-old guy, and. Um, One of the local treatment centers here was nice enough to give me a job as an overnight guy and then eventually a a driver and then eventually a tech and a counselor. And I kind of evolved that way in the field of recovery. Um, Sun Life Organics came as as an offspring to what we do here at Revere Recovery. Um, I was cleansing and fasting and really getting into superfoods. Um, early on in, in, in my my own personal recovery, um, I'm a ex heroin. I don't know if I can even say ex. I'm yeah, I'm an ex heroin addict. Uh, I uh, I smoked for 20 years. I shot heroin, shot cocaine, smoked crack. The whole you know, I ran the whole gamut. Um, and uh, I sobered up in June 18, 2003. And early on, I I, I started getting into uh, juicing and cleansing from a friend of mine named Sean, who was my yoga teacher and I felt immediate results, I mean instantaneous. From the first juice that he made me, which tasted horrible, um, he put like burdock root and a bunch of nasty stuff in it. But I really did, I felt, I felt great. So when I eventually opened up this place, Revere Recovery, I was actually doing a cleanse and one of the clients was like, you know, what are you doing? And I explained, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a cleanse. And they said, oh, can I do it with you? And I was like, you know, yeah, right, you know? Um, and uh, because nobody actually ever does it but she did and then she told you know the other girl that was here and she wanted to do it as well anyway you know long story short uh, I think about five or six of us out of eight people here at the time started doing this cleanse with me and um, two of them that did the cleanse just stopped smoking Didn't like, you know, go to the doctor, get the patch, Nicorette, none of that stuff. They just literally spontaneously quit smoking in the midst of doing this cleanse. You started to see changes in them. You know, there's drastic changes in me from where I used to be in terms of of happiness or or my emotional well-being. Um, But that came piecemeal over a long period of time. But when you get to actually watch somebody right in front of your eyes change and become you know, brighter and happier and and uh and more productive. Um it was amazing. And then I did it again about 3 months later and some of the original people that were still here did the cleanse again and some of the new people did the cleanse. So the results were the results were nothing shy of miraculous in my own personal life and in 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 the lives of my clients at that time. And um I started thinking like, wow, it would be pretty cool to bring this type of healing to my community, to my neighbors, to my friends, to my friend, you know, my neighbor's kids, et cetera, et cetera. And um, it was just a dream. And I put that intention out there. And very quickly, people kind of rallied around me and said, I'd love to, you know, I'd love to do that with you. I'd love to help you. I'd love to support you financially. I would be interested in being an investor. And... Um, you know, I, I've been let down a lot in my life. I've gone through some, a lot of hardships and, and, and tough things, and I didn't want to get too excited about it. But um, everything just sort of happened naturally and organically. But it did. It happened organically. And, uh, and the next thing you know, um, Sun Life Organics opened. So I opened this place, Revere Recovery, five years ago. I had a dream and I had a vision of, like, what would it be like if when you got out of rehab there was a place that you could go to and you could live for, like, a year, and you could get healthy and you could do yoga and you could swim in the ocean and like develop all these new habits. Um, instead of kind of in, in, engaging in the, in, in the punitive nature of recovery, which is sort of shut up, sit down, take the cotton out of your ears, stick it in your mouth, you know, blah, blah, blah. That part that didn't res- resonate well with me, the other part of it, which was the unconditional love, that was the part that resonated with me. And... Um, I will, never, uh, I will never say you know, anything bad against 12-step programs. They saved my life, and they continue to save my life today. But what was the essence of the 12-step programs that I went to that actually saved my life? And what I found it to be was unconditional love. I wanted to create an environment... Uh, in Riviera Recovery that had that, that component of unconditional love and then slowly introduce you know, the nutritional component as well. And, um, and it, 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 it was amazing. We opened our doors. I was terrified. I actually brought a picture of uh, the first check I ever got. We opened up our doors. I jumped first and asked questions later. So we, we opened up our doors, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God, where am I going to get clients? Like, how is this going to work? I don't know. I don't even know like what the first thing to do. And I call my mother. She's this little uh, Polish woman from Poland. She's an immigrant to this country, and with her broken accent, she says, um, "Oh, just just feed the birds, and everything else will be okay." And I'm I'm like I want to pull my hair out. I'm like, Mom, this is my life savings. I put into this big house and beds and all this furniture. But anyway, after about a half hour, I drove over the hill to Orchard Supply Warehouse. I bought a bunch of bird feed and bird feeders, and I stuck them out there, and, um, uh, and birds started to come, and two days later, I got my first phone call with my first client, and uh, about a week later, we were full. The whole house was full. And uh, many of those first people that came through here who ended up staying a really long time are still clean and sober and are, are great friends of mine today, um, and... Um, Pretty much the same thing happened with Sun Life Organics. Uh, people rallied around me. People supported me financially to make it happen. I negotiated the lease. We did the build-out. And about two weeks before we were going to open, I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? There's only 14,000 people in this town. This isn't going to work. There's, there's, a, there's a juice bar 10 miles away, and no one's going to come up here. you know. And I went into this full panic, and we... Our our goal, like our, our big target, was if if you could, uh, if we could manage to have a hundred people a day, I thought, man, we'd be set, you know. And we opened up our doors, and the first day we had two hundred and fifty people come through the doors. Today, I think, as I mentioned to Joe uh, last Saturday, we had over six hundred and fifty people come through our doors. And it, you know, it's summer; that's our that's our busiest time of the year. But still, I mean, I'd say on average, we probably serve about four hundred people a day. Um, We've never had a day with less than 200 people. On our rainiest, scariest days in Malibu, if there is such a thing in Malibu, um, we had probably, yeah, I'd say 220, 230 people come through the doors. Hey, this
0: is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to the Food Heals podcast, where you'll find the tools to become a hotter, healthier, happier you. We'll be right back with Allison Melody and Susie Hardy. Food Heals Nation, if you are like me, you know that good deodorant is hard to find. We all want to be natural and chemical free, but smell good too. We've all been in that situation where you tried the natural stuff and then suddenly you're on a date or on the dance floor and you realize something smells and it's you. <laughs> you give up on the natural stuff to go back to the drugstore toxic stuff because at least it smells good. That's why I was so happy to find Schmidt's deodorant. Schmidt's sources only the highest quality ingredients for their award-winning formula that is vegan, cruelty-free, and free of toxic chemicals. Schmidt's mission is to change the way people think about deodorant, and I love the fact that their products are affordable and long-lasting. That's why I teamed up with Jamie at Schmidt's deodorant to bring you a discount exclusive to Food Heals listeners. Go to Their website, SchmitzDeodorant.com, and use the discount code Food Heals, all one word, during checkout for 20% off your purchase. My favorite scent is the bergamot and lime. It is luscious. Try it out today. Check them out at SchmitzDeodorant.com. You are listening to the Food Heals
1: Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about your journey to recovery and getting from where you were to where you are today and what made you decide to get sober?
1: If I was going to sober up and stay sobered up, I couldn't just hang out in 12-step meetings and smoke cigarettes and drink coffee. And that works for a lot of people. It was not going to work for me. I was going to kill myself and I knew it. I, I wanted to live a life beyond my wildest dreams, beyond my wildest expectations. I wanted to feel what it felt like when I would see those people who were living their dreams, you know, and and the the exercise and, more importantly, the nutritional component. I'd say nutrition is probably 70, 70% responsible, exercise 30, 30% responsible. Um, to get those mercury fillings out of my head, to get those rotting teeth out of my head, because when I'm sleeping at night, that poison is is dripping back into my throat and going right into my system and created a systemic uh, infection. When I finally went in to get one extraction out, uh, the doctor was like, well, you have a systemic infection. Your whole body is infected right now. So uh, it was incredibly important to get the decay out, get the mercury out, which was making me crazy, People that used to have Mad Hatter's disease, that was from working with the the rings that were made out of mercury. It had mercury in them, and they would make these hats, and they would breathe in the mercury, and they would go insane. Well, I had mercury everywhere. I had all mercury fillings from poor diet uh, when I was a child, drinking Coca-Cola for breakfast, you know, eating gummy bears all day. And so getting healthy was kind of the springboard that took me from this rather drab, uh, God, 33 years old, I was washing dogs for a living down the street. I was lucky enough to let this, this this guy let me crash on his sofa, and I was washing dogs for a living and walking dogs for a living. You know, To go from there to where I am today, where I own my own businesses, where I have this amazing relationship with the girl of my dreams, where I have this uh, amazing relationship with my parents and um, where I get to become a good neighbor and I get to become a good friend and become a good son, uh, you know, that's the dream, man. That's the dream, and I'm living it. So here I am roughly 11 years later, and I look 10 years younger now than I did 11 years ago. I mean, that that that's crazy, but I watched it happen. I literally watched it happen to, to my face and to my body. Um, every cleanse that I did, I became younger. Every time I eliminated something, you know, not so good for me from my diet. I remember I remember when, um, I think I read that book called Sugar Blues or something, because I had no idea. I thought, like, well, God, I'm not smoking anymore, and I'm not drinking anymore, and I'm not on any of my, you know, medications anymore. I thought I was pretty healthy, but I was drinking five Coca-Colas a day and a bag of Doritos at night. And, you know, there was still some stuff left over from childhood. And so I had the the guy, you know, the gut around here and the pudgy face. And um, I always felt lethargic. Um, couldn't sleep well. Um, low sex drive. And uh, I went and I had a blood test done. And the woman was like, you you are overwrought with candida. You have candida in your blood, you have candida in your stool, you have candida in your urine. I mean, I was in bad, bad shape. And this is, you know, this is like not that many years ago. Um, So the more I juiced, the more I cleansed, the more I fasted, the more superfoods I began to introduce into my life, the healthier and the younger I became. I mean, in such a miraculous, profound way.
0: So what advice would you give someone now who was suffering from addiction, how to change their diet, how to change their life?
1: The advice I would give to somebody that's suffering from addiction now is, is you know, number one, you can stop. You know, I promise you, you can stop. Um, it's not going to be easy, but it's not going to be as hard as you think it is. So the, the, you know, going to rehab, going to sober living, going to 12-step programs, that's absolutely paramount, and I don't believe it can be done without that. Having said that, if you want to just sober up and, and you know, kind of feel okay, then do that. Uh, continue to smoke. Continue to, 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 you know, to have a poor diet. If you want to literally become 10, 15 years younger. If you want to get into the greatest shape of your life, you've got to clean up your diet. Cleaning up your diet, you know, to me, uh, my biggest struggles were avoiding, avoiding bread, avoiding dairy and avoiding sugar. To the best of my abilities, I don't, I don't do it perfectly by any means, and I'm not, I'm not saying to anybody who's, str- you know, struggling from addiction, you know, you've got to get off drugs and stop smoking and never drink coffee again and become this vegan and become this raw foodist. That, that's just, that's nonsense. And, and chances are, if you do try to do that, you're gonna fall right back into your old ways and you're gonna fall right back into drinking and, and, and drugs. You know, I didn't quit smoking for for a few years after I quit uh, shooting heroin and smoking crack and drinking all that stuff. I think what it what it really is about is becoming conscious of the fact that when they said when you were a kid, you are what you eat, you are what you eat, you are what you eat. That's the bottom line. If you want to put cheeseburgers in your body every day, you're gonna look like a cheeseburger if you want to drink you know beautiful green juices or red juices or or eat like vegetables and um I think about this sometimes. Like, Think about, I drink a lot of coconut water and I, drink, I eat a lot of coconut meat. Think about what went in to making that coconut. How many years did it take for that palm to grow and for that coconut to, to form? And, and the, the goodness in that, you know? In, in Vietnam, and I believe in World War II, they would take those coconuts and they would put them IV right into the soldiers, right? How come nobody talks about that, you know? I mean, if it's that good that you can stick it right into somebody's vein, then why wouldn't we drink that instead of drinking a sugary soda with all those chemicals in it? It seems like that's what we should be teaching our kids. You know, It seems like that's what we should be trying to give kids in their school lunches, not forcing them to drink milk. I was forced to drink milk as a kid. I don't mean kind of, sort of. I mean rulers on the fingers if you didn't drink your milk. That's insane. It's not, you're not supposed to keep drinking milk when you're seven, eight, nine, 10, 12, 15 years old. You know? Am I guilty of having an ice cream cone in Chicago? I am. I'm, you know, I'm sorry to you pure fruitists out there, but um, to consume it on a daily basis, is just, it's just common sense. It's not good.
0: And why is dairy and meat and bread and sugar and all these things bad for us?
1: Why is dairy, meat, you know, things like that bad for you? I think anything in excess is bad for you. And I believe that a person that has a diet that is based around dairy and meat and sugar and bread is asking for disease. It's asking for trouble. It stops you up. You can't break that stuff down. I mean, it's common sense. And I I talk to people about this in, in my juice bar and I talk to people about this here. Go eat a steak. Go eat a giant 24-ounce porterhouse steak, have a glass of milk with it and a baked potato with some butter and sour cream, and come see me afterwards. I want to know how you feel 20 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour after you eat that steak, you know? Because I know from my personal experience, I feel lethargic. I want to take a nap. Um, I, even, I even will actually experience a bit of depression after eating a large quantity of red meat. Now... Sit down and let me make your green juice. Let me, let me juice some kale and some lemon and some ginger and throw a little cayenne in there. And, and you drink that on an empty stomach and you tell me how you feel. You feel amazing. You feel like you can go run around the block a bunch of times. And if you want to feel, you know, satisfied and full, then have a, a um, I go over to, Hugo's restaurant, which is right over the hill, and they have this like mung bean burrito and I add avocado to it and I get their like vegan nacho sauce on top. I can't finish the thing. I feel so incredibly full and satisfied after eating that burrito, and it, it's like that, that lethargy, the depression, the, the feeling of, of, of sickness doesn't come afterwards. So I think it, it's common sense.
0: All right, Food Heals Nation, we'll be back with part two of Khalil's episode next Thursday. If you're in LA or you're visiting and you want to check out his juice bar, there are now four locations. That's amazing. The juice is delicious. The smoothies are to die for. Um, You can go to sunlifeorganics.com to find those four locations. And Khalil is also the owner of Malibu Beach Yoga, which you can look that up at malibubeachyoga.com. Today's tweetable comes from Khalil you are what you eat. If you put cheeseburgers in your body every day, you're going to look like a cheeseburger. I thought that was pretty funny. So if you like that too, tweet it to Khalil at Sun Life Organics, tweet it to us at Food Heals Nation, and use the hashtag Food Heals Podcast. And today is the first day of October, so fall is here, the leaves are changing. On Saturday, Susie and I will be back with our tips on how to cure the common cold. And really, it's about how to even avoid getting sick in the first place. But if you have a cold, we're going to help you out. If you don't want to get sick, we're going to help you out with that too. Cheers. See you next time, Food Heals Nation.